0: The following program is a production of All The Way Live Entertainment.
1: This show is sponsored by APCW Wrestling Academy. Learn wrestling from WWE Hall of Famer Robert Gibson. If you're interested in becoming a professional wrestler, contact them at 770-871-5417 or online at apcwdouglasville at gmail.com. Also, buy Collar and Elbow Brand. Save 10% on your next purchase by using our discount code Russell. That's Russell at checkout and get a discount on great Collar and Elbow products. You know, and we all have our 15 minutes of fame, and I'd like to take a couple of my 15 minutes to talk about the rights and the wrongs in the world of professional wrestling.
0: WWE Championship.
1: This match is for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. This match is for the World Heavyweight Championship. For the match, and new NWA Heavyweight Champion. We appreciate you guys coming out, taking your time to support women's wrestling in America. This match is for the AWA. Championship. New face of the podcast, another young lady making waves and rising up the ranks at the independent circuit. She's a talent that I believe is new to the southeast, but of course, I'm sure she lives by the model that all wrestlers thereby by: have boots, will travel. So I think it's only a matter of time before she comes to an arena near you, and you can bring the signs and cheer on. But today, we're gonna sit and have a talk and find out, and we'll peel back a few of the layers and see what we can discover about. I guess for the evening, that would be one golden one, Cassandra Golden. Miss Golden,
0: how are you? Doing well, how are you?
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm doing better now, uh, you know, since the, the thunder has passed me by. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm doing okay. Always good. I I know that you're in the midst of of a rigorous training session right now, so we're going to move through and ask a few of these questions, try to get to know you a a bit better. Uh, First off, such as, where
0: are you from originally? I'm originally from Arkansas, Little Rock, Arkansas. Well, actually, Sherwood is kind of a smaller city by Little Rock, but nobody ever knows where that is, <laughs> so I normally just say Little Rock. Oh,
1: okay. So, so, is that the equivalent of people that say, hey, I'm from Douglasville? Who? No, I'm from Atlanta. Something like that? Yes.
0: I... <laughs> Probably
1: so. Okay, yes, because that, that's where I am. I'm in nobody Outside of Georgia, nobody knows what Douglasville is, so I just say I'm from Atlanta. Same thing, yeah. Same thing. So, yeah. Same thing. so, so I got you. Now but uh, I, and I didn't notice uh, up until I think you told me today, I don't know why, I think I overlooked it, uh, th- that you've moved since then. I mean, you, you were from there originally, well, but as far as professionally, you, you're in Atlanta now.
0: Yes, I have uh, moved. I feel like better opportunities, more opportunities over this way, so I just have to make the move, take a risk.
1: Uh, okay, okay. Okay. But well, that was the, the deciding factor. I mean, were you, were you uh, did you feel like you were getting the bookings that you wanted, or did you just look at the landscape and say, you know what, it probably would be better if I tried someplace different?
0: Yes, yeah, it would probably be better if I just tried somewhere different. There's a lot closer to the to the East Coast, definitely somewhere that I'd love to work in the future. Definitely the Carolinas, uh, closer to Florida, just places like that, and just more opportunities i'm used to traveling from arkansas there's not a ton of wrestling over in that area so whenever i would have to wrestle i would have to go out further so it's just a way for me to get to those other places that i know i would like to work eventually all right
1: so you know the the normal question here is why on earth wrestling you know wrestling is, is in and of itself a kind of a weird uh uh club i guess if you want to call it call it that and it takes a, a special, specially driven individual to want to be in it in the first place. So what, what, what got you into this line, this this lifestyle, if you will?
0: It's just something that I watched when I was younger. It was actually uh, my sister and my dad's Bonnie activities that I kind of intruded on. Um, I always told that story about how I didn't really, when I was young young, I didn't really watch it because that's something that they did until I finally just sat down and watched it. And I was like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And I've just been hooked ever since. And I've really always wanted to do this, but it wasn't until after I graduated college that I actually realized that it actually could be a a reality and not just a fantasy of mine.
1: So what pushed you over the edge? I mean, uh, surely there must have been a moment where the light bulb, you know, the switch got flipped. And he's like, you know what? I can do this.
0: It was probably in college when um, I got my degree in business with a specialty in accounting. Um, I was probably shopping for a full-piece suit for a um, convention we were having for all the business majors, and I was like, man. I really don't want to do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's like I can what? always do accounting. I know, it's so crazy. I was like a senior, I was like, it's got to do it. But I was, um, and finally I was like, well, I can always do accounting. I can always do something in business, but I can only, there's uh, a window for me to start training in my head. That's technically not true because you can really start training at any time. It's the window, I guess, for yes um, your body and your health. So I was like, I can always do that. But it's really the time for me to do this right now. And I have to really just live my life without regrets. Because I knew I would have regretted it if I didn't do it. So once I graduated, I was like, I have to do this. This is something I have to do. Because I know if I don't do it, I'm going to regret it when I'm older. And I feel like that's the worst thing you can do in life is just look back on your life and think, what if if I would have done this? Sometimes you just have to take a risk and just bet on yourself and just see where you go from there. Well, that's
1: true. I mean, but now we we have to rewind this just a little bit here because... You are a, a business major. Yes. Okay. Now, I'm not going to say that's the most odd thing that, you know, you heard somebody who's a wrestler do because, you know, there, <laughs> there's, there's varying occupations that wrestlers have that, you know, that I've come across. However, I mean, in that same breath, he's like, oh, you know, I, I don't know if I could do this the rest of my life. Like, no, wait a minute. You just committed. I'm assuming three, you know, four years to, you know, that right. goal. You got it. And I, and I would imagine that you're at least by day dealing with some level of business. So I mean, is that there had to have been something in the business world that at least attracted you to it. You know, it, it can't be all down there. Ah,
0: uh, yeah. I, it, honestly, it kind of just fell in my lap a little bit because um, I really liked computer science. I really wanted to do that, um, but I would have to. By the time I realized what I really wanted to do, I would have had to stay um, a little bit longer, and I didn't want to do that at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of just stuck with the accounting. It wasn't bad for like the first few classes, but after that, I was like, oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I'm sure. oh, okay. like I said, I was especially in accounting, so when you with know, those upper level accounting classes,
1: those can get a little rough. I could imagine so, but you know that that's that's uh, that's good money there. You know, if nothing else, definitely. So you know that that should be appeasing because one of the, one of the hardships, especially in wrestling, when you have when you begin, is that you know the money is sporadic. You know that that's yeah. kind of a nice way to put it. You're doing it basically oh, yeah. for <laughs> desire and the love, right? So, so
0: definitely just, don't I know
1: it? <laughs> well, you're living it now. And, and clearly you must enjoy what you do you, Because you, you I don't want to say tolerate I was trying to find something else other than that <laughs> But you do it you know, Again for the love of it So having that on the other side of the equation Surely it must be a good thing Yes, yes.
0: And by uh, that I mean
1: your business uh, uh, Degree
0: yeah definitely um there's a lot of things i can do with it i currently work at a credit union now so that is something that um i can use my degree with definitely so yeah. it, it does come in handy and it looks good um so it's definitely something that i don't necessarily regret getting well, for sure because you always want to have that black backup plan goodness
1: well see and for you you could probably you can go anywhere in the country you, you, you're perfectly fine
0: right exactly
1: have you had a chance to intermingle with any of the uh, uh, mainstay uh, wrestlers here? I mean, I guess the the lady wrestlers. I, sh- I guess I should specify your Kira Hogan's and Ravenna Sands and Anita Monet and Double D Rose, so on and so forth. Uh, Brooklyn Creed. Have you have you had the opportunity to cross paths with them either in or out of the ring as of yet?
0: I've definitely met um, quite a few of the Georgia girls around here. Everyone I've met so far, um, male and female, has been just awesome. Um, everybody's very nice, very accepting, and always willing to help. So I really do appreciate the group of people that I've been able to be around while I'm here. That's something that I do enjoy because, you know, it's like that brotherhood, that sisterhood mm-hmm. in wrestling. It's definitely necessary sometimes.
1: Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, your, what was your debut year? Uh,
0: seventeen.
1: Twenty seventeen. So, so you you putting in some time now. Now, would you say that you were consistent since seventeen? Because there is one thing I have discovered. Uh, uh, full disclosure: my, my son does a youth class at, at a pro wrestling school, so I go, even though I'm not in it. You know, I, I go there with him regularly at this point. And one thing I've discovered with the trainers is, uh, you can have some people who have wrestled for five or six years, but collectively, they may have, you know, only had 15, 20 matches or something like that. Right. So, now, when you started in 17, would you say that you were consistent at that point?
0: My first couple months, um, I certainly was not very consistent. I'd have to say I really started picking up um, in 2018. I was really... I was honestly a little bit afraid to move out of um, my home state. There's not much wrestling there for women. So if there wasn't a girl there for me to wrestle, they don't really do much intergender over there either. So there wasn't really a girl over there for me to wrestle. I wouldn't wrestle. Um, So it was really around 2018 where I started to branch out to different um, areas. So I'll say ever since 2018, I've been consistent, but not necessarily in 17. um, Because sometimes you do have to branch out and just break out of your comfort zone. And I wasn't really ready to do that at first in 2017. But uh, I would definitely say in 2018, I was definitely able to, to pick up the pace a little bit more.
1: Okay, so that, that's a good thing. Now, I think we could pull back a, a little bit of, of the conversation because I think the first time that I ever uh, addressed you, you weren't even Cassandra Golden at the time, I don't
0: believe <laughs> No, it would wasn't. You, would you
1: like to share what your former name was at, when you uh, began this journey?
0: I was Aria Alexander whenever I first started. Okay. And that was until um, whenever WrestleMania was in Louisiana. So I want to say 33? I believe so. Yeah, so that's whenever I changed uh, my name. I, I think I'm pretty sure that's when I changed my name over to gold Golden, somewhere around there. So yeah, it was Aria Alexander for the first for the first bit of my career.
1: Okay, now it's two questions out of that. Where did Aria Alexander come from, and then why did you change it?
0: Where it came from. I can't really tell you. <laughs> uh, okay. I kind of just like the names. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> All right. I kind of just like those names, so I just put them together. Okay. Um. So yeah, there's I don't have a cool story or anything. I I wish I did, but I don't have a cool story or anything like that for that. Well, I just like the name Aria, and I felt like Alexander fit with it, and like you know, so I thought that was, I thought it was a pretty cute name. <laughs>
1: well, well, don't let the so, truth get in the way of a good story. You can make something
0: up. Yeah. <laughs> I probably should for the next one where I came up with that name. That's right. But um, I changed it because a lot of people said that they liked my real name better. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Aria was, I guess, a very difficult to pronounce. It would always be pronounced wrong at shows, really? too. Yeah, I would get Aria for the most part because mm-hmm. I spelled it A R yia there was an i in there which was different that might have thrown people off but it was definitely um always pronounced wrong at shows uh that was kind of funny (laughs) but um that i between that and people just liking my real name better i just decided i just change it to cassandra golden fits you know the golden one i thought that was pretty cool Mm -hmm. okay uh, give it a a try because i wanted to do a different name I mostly because you know beyonce has beyonce and like Sasha fierce that's so corny but I wanted like my own like double name too for wrestling and then like my real you know and then when I wasn't wrestling but I just decided to just merge it all together all
1: right. and, and I will say that I guess in my opinion Cassandra golden does roll off a little bit better so
0: that's it okay
1: well well it's, it's got a nice That's it. It's got a nice. Rate. Maybe you, maybe I didn't see Aria Alexander long enough. Like I mean, you could have gone around as the awesome one, Arya Alexander, for all, and that that might have had a nice rate. look. Somebody's gonna steal that now that I said it.
0: But, <laughs>
1: uh, you know, but uh, I think now that I, I've seen the progression of Cassandra Golden, the golden one and seen the shirts and does that, and that, it, it's kind of sunk in. So it just may be a matter of getting used to. Yeah, at least, sure. at least for me, you know, on the uh, opposite side of this. So, you know, who knows? So, but if we find another Ari Alexander who suddenly reveals herself as the awesome one, then uh, we will know that it came from this right. podcast.
0: <laughs> we know where they got it from.
1: That's right, thief. Yes. What do you recall <laughs> about your first
0: match? Oh goodness, my first ah, match!
1: Yes, the, the the infamous first match. They all have the first match.
0: I know my first match, it was at MACW in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Okay. Um, it was against someone that I trained with. Her name was Emily. Because mm-hmm. yeah. she was That's wrestling. <laughs> she started wrestling before I did. Oh.
1: Well, was she any good?
0: Yeah, she's really good and really athletic. Okay. So that was cool to work against her because hers is a lot of strikes and mine is more power-based, so it was definitely um, – different style so that's always fun so we um always had fun wrestling her okay
1: and i'm I'm assuming this is who you had mostly because of the limitations of uh opponents yeah in your area originally
0: definitely that's who i wrestled for the most part for my first couple months um was emily who has had different um different matches try to Progress the storyline with just us too along, whether it's with show, um, actual matches or just us having promos. So we worked together a lot, especially during my early, the early part of my career, and we also trained together. So that helped. Okay.
1: Well, you know, it's, it's funny that you even mentioned that you didn't have a lot of opponents. Uh, I guess in your home state or home city, because I, I've heard similar complaints here at least at one point.
0: Mm-hmm. It may
1: have changed some, you know, now. I, I think you, you've got a, a, a nice crop of a young ladies that's around. It's, it just becomes really a matter of the promotions wanting to book everybody or book people to, you know, kind of intermingle and swap and switch different matchups. Hopefully you will be able to be within that mix.
0: Definitely. Um, I think now there's a lot of girls over in this area, a lot of good girls too. So I think it's uh, I think Georgia overall is really a great place to be, personally. Well,
1: considering your, your uh, statues build, I think uh, Double D Rose would probably be, you know, that that would be the, the matchup that I would be rooting for. Yeah, I, I think that that might have some uh, some good play in somebody's promotion somewhere. So promoters that's listening. You need to to hook that one up. Exactly. I'd be down
0: for that one. (laughs) Well,
1: (laughs) I'm sure you would. Now, I I have to say, in doing the research, I've seen you do a similar move to uh, uh, Ms. DeRosa's finish with damnesia, when she runs across the ring and uh, nails somebody in the head with a backside. She, She
0: might take offense. (laughs) <laughs> we can have the battle of the hip attacks I'll, yeah. I'll be down for it
1: <laughs> you know, she, she, yeah she might cannonball it you know cause, cause I, I haven't seen anybody kick out of it yet I, hey
0: <laughs> first time for everything I'll be down for it okay <laughs>
1: uh, you know I, I might have to see if I could pull some strings and uh, get that one get that one
0: done I don't know definitely you know uh,
1: when I do these things and i do the research there's two things of course i'm looking for primarily i'm looking for matches and i'm looking for promos i don't know if i've come across a lot of promos uh with you as of yet if somebody if you wanted to illustrate who cassandra golden was the wrestler how would you describe it i
0: would say cassandra she I would say she's a pretty much happy-go-lucky person whenever I come out there. I love my entrance music, so I kind of like do, a little, I kind of dance around with them a little bit when I get in there, bounce around a little bit. I like to have fun. Um, I, I'm nice until you push me to that level, then I have to get a little aggressive. You know, I feel like that's how it always is and how it has to be when you're a wrestler. You always have to have that second drive whenever people push you that way. Yes. I feel like that like, she's just overall, you know, just me, just happy. And just ready
1: to go out there and have some fun but also can whoop some butt if you need uh, be okay. which is always I, I see I mean uh, granted just judging off of the uh the profile pictures and the uh, the promo pics that I've seen you strike me as a as a you know overall baby face as you just said that kind of happy go-lucky young lady uh, have you ever
0: worked to you I did um Whenever I first started, I was heel for um, a couple matches. Now I am primarily uh, face. Mm-hmm. I haven't been a heel in a in a good bit, um, so, but now I'm primarily, uh, mostly baby.
1: Okay, so so to be specific, Arya Alexander worked heel. Yeah. Okay, so Arya did. Cassandra Golden is primarily... The good girl.
0: Yes. Aria was a, I would say about three or four of our matches, I was heel, which is pretty much what we mostly had. <laughs> Just those couple of matches. And then, um, it was mainly baby face. I've only, I want to say maybe three, three, four times in the past year or so.
1: Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, it must be your smile. I, I, we'll, we'll go with that. I'm sure the promoters see you and say baby face and, and just kind of move along from there. Yeah, I, I recently just saw in the, in the course of the research you had a match with Bristol Hale. I did. And you know what? You are probably the first woman I've seen her across the ring from that physically look like they put her in jeopardy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How tall are you?
0: <laughs> I'm about five in my boots. I'm about five nine, but without them, I'm about five eight. Okay,
1: because you know, I, I, I think uh, I never gave thought to your build. So when I went on to the YouTube uh, uh, channel, and I forget which one it was that I that I uh, which one posted it. I'm sure if anybody's listening they want to find it, you could just search it out. But uh, I, I wasn't giving much thought to your build until I saw it, and I looked at the matches like, normally, Bristol's not towering over everybody, but she's generally larger than her opponent. Mm-hmm. And I think as I saw, when I looked at her live, I saw her with uh, somebody else that I believe you worked in the ring with, um, Taylor Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I i think i was expecting that <laughs> so when i when, <laughs> when i saw it and then i'm seeing you two like trade up clotheslines and not buds do you know doing that that bit i was like oh okay well this is different this this is like the the battle of the power or whatnot so right so, so that that's an entirely different di- dynamic so is is i'm assuming this is the primary reason that you are a power girl
0: Right. I typically
1: am larger than my opponents. Okay. That, well, again, that that is another uh, little wrinkle in the plan. I, I think that, that could be interesting. Does it make it difficult for you? I mean, particularly, you know, you're, you're the baby. You're normally larger than. So, you know, my first thought is they have to – work extra hard to put you in jeopardy now, you know? Right. It, 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 do you find that difficult for you? Because, you know, sometimes when, when you're the bigger of the two, some people in the have some difficulty believing in, oh, that little girl can't do anything to her, or, you know, stuff like that.
0: That's definitely true. Because um, sometimes it does mm-hmm. affect it but I feel like I have a, a lot of good opponents sometimes who are able to work around that definitely. Oh, so it really just depends on what you have and like what you can really work with. But I definitely was worried about that as well. Um, whenever I first started, because I am so much larger and it doesn't always look believable, oh, Okay. <laughs> but um, it can definitely work out. But I, it, it definitely was a thought of mine as well, especially since I am mainly baby and having to work um, against smaller opponents or well, roughly against smaller opponents.
1: Yeah. Now, again, uh, in the, in the uh, context of Bristol Hill, AKA the white widow, uh, I think it works fine there because again, she is a, a larger young lady. And, and mm-hmm. I say that with the, the, the nicest, you know, connotation that I can, but uh, you know, either way, You looked at it; it looked like you could put you could put her in jeopardy, and you could be put in jeopardy, right? Now Taylor Ray, I guess, would be a little bit of a a different issue, and and, and I think that was I don't know if did have y'all ever worked single? I've only seen the mixed tag thing that uh, that you were
0: part of. No, we've only had that mixed tag. Okay,
1: so now I know that
0: the the times that I've seen no, you were not a single. You
1: did? Okay. Yeah,
0: it was a while ago at New South. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right.
1: Yeah. I'm going to say, now I know when she's worked the babyface versus babyface before, it's been kind of a catch-as-catch-can, a rustling hole, you know, exchange of locks and things of that that nature, which basically kept it, you know, interesting for for the fans. I saw that y'all did something similar for the brief time that y'all were, kind of exchanging with each other, but, but again, you know, uh, physically speaking, I, I guess you would be viewed as dominant to, to her.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. I think with our match, um, lights, camera action was out there as well. Yes. So, um, I feel like he played a part in it as well.
1: He played a big part. <laughs> yes.
0: In, <laughs> in our match. Oh, this is our singles match. That's the mixed tag.
1: Oh, okay. I, I just yeah. He that. played a
0: part in the singles match, um, as far as um, her offense,
1: as well. Okay. Now, was she baby face or was she working heel?
0: More on the the heelish side. Really?
1: I, uh huh. I can. With him at the ring
0: that. side. <laughs> if I remember correctly.
1: You know, it I, was a I, bit ago. I see her with the the unicorn stuff and the spark. I just cannot mm-hmm. picture as heel. I mean, I'm sure that she could do it, but I, I just cannot picture. Right. That. But now, given all of this information, you know, using those two examples, is there a preference from you? I mean, as, as it relates to, uh, I guess, uh, opponent, like if you have if you had your choice, would you prefer like, hey, give me give me a, a giant or, you know, a, I know not literally a giant, but you know what I'm saying? So, so somebody that could physically put you in jeopardy by visual you know, assessment of the audience. Or you, you want somebody that's the, the worker, they can move fast, they, they might have to work a little harder to make the audience believe it, but they, they'll get there eventually. Is, is there a preference or, you know, you just, any way the wind blows?
0: Any way the wind blows, I'm good with whichever way. There are there challenges uh, to both of them, so, um, which I appreciate because it's it's different and it's fun, you know, you never really know who you're going to get like I said, mostly they are smaller than me, so I kind of know going in. But um, if they are bigger, um, I definitely have to change up my, my moveset a bit because uh, I can't just always pick up people all the time like I typically do. So it does change up the moveset and all, uh, as well, but I'm good with either one.
1: Okay, so versatility, always a good, good uh Good aspect of any particular wrestler and uh, promoters out there that's listening to it. There you go. She's versatile. <laughs> she, she'll take what I you definitely got to be. So, so we, we got we to pass that on. Speaking of the promoters, you know, we gotta, let's take this brief moment here to, to plug you. If they are looking to book you, how should they contact you for work?
0: The best way would be on Facebook. Um, Cassandra Holden. You can reach me on Facebook. I have a like page. Uh, you can just message me through there, and I can definitely get back with you on that. Um, Instagram, which is underscore Cassandra Golden underscore. Um, I also have a Twitter, which is just my name as well. I like to keep it easy, <laughs> simple and easy. All my social media is just my name. So you can just reach out to me in either one of those ways, and I can go ahead and get back with you. All
1: right, very good. Let's see There you go, promoters. She made it easy for you. Cassandra Golden, just search that out. Facebook, Instagram, you will you will uh, find her relatively easy. And since we are on this uh, little, I'll call it the plugging break, uh, you can listen to this podcast wherever it is available. That you listen to your favorite podcast, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, so on and so forth, Google Play. Uh, not very difficult to find, easy to find. Of course, the most place that uh, people like to listen to this is on the YouTube, and we leave links for the MP3 version of it down in the links below in the description below, I should say. So for those that are trying to listen to it on the go, and you might not have that uh, that data stream happening, you just go and do that, and they'll take you to podbean. You can download it and listen to it at your leisure. Also, twenty four seven live stream on the wpnrustling. for you cord cutters out there. It will be on Roku and eventually. I am still working on the app. Give me a, give me some time. You gotta gotta wait me out. But if you like ladies wrestling and things so that the interviews and whatnot, you can see this on twenty four hours a day at our website right now. All right, back to the interview. Have to have that that uh that moment to, to get that across. Cassandra, what is your best match today, in your opinion?
0: My best match. I would have to say my best match would have to probably be against um Cameron, Brene, or um, I think she goes by both, or is it just Brene, um, at main event in Sherwood, Arkansas, which is great because like, I guess was in my hometown, so my uh, family and friends were able to see probably what I think is probably my, my best match, so that was, that was awesome.
1: Okay, now, were, were you working as Cassandra at the time?
0: Yes, that was actually in April of this year. Oh, okay, all right. All right, so how long have you been in Atlanta now? Um, just about a month
1: so not too long. Oh, right. so this is fresh. As I'm recording yeah. this, because this is an evergreen podcast, but as I'm recording this, has only been a month now. All right, okay. I, I, I guess I also had it in my head that you've been here longer, but, but not long at all. Has the, city been, has the city been good to you so far?
0: So far, it's fine. It's like the traffic <laughs> is what's really getting me. <laughs> Ooh, the worst part about it. I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness.
1: The traffic here is is, is not pleasant. It's ridiculous. uh, I'm I'm guessing that, you know, the traffic doesn't exist that heavily in Arkansas.
0: No, not at all. It's just crazy. Because, like, whenever where I stayed, everything was literally, at the very most, 15 minutes if I needed to get there. Most of it was really about 10. But here, it's just everything is just so far away. It's like, goodness. I have to go, like, (laughs) less than two miles yesterday to go to the bank and it was gonna take me about uh fifteen minutes to get there. I was like forget it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't man. need to go. Wow. I yeah. know. <laughs>
1: I like, I <laughs> this is all yeah, well I'm gonna to apologize to you on behalf of the city, yes, it's, uh the traffic is not pleasant here. It's, no. It is pretty heavy at times, especially depending on which route you're going. If you're if within the perimeter of the city, within 285, and you're taking the major highways and byways, you are going to get it, especially during rush yeah. hour and lunch hour. So if you're leaving somewhere in the morning or the middle of the day or in the afternoon and you're trying to get across town, you better pop in something that you like to listen to for at least a good
0: 40 minutes to an hour. So Definitely. I ran into that today. I was like, "Why did I leave at this time?" Because <laughs> I knew better. I was like, "You know better. Why did you do that?" <laughs> ah, <laughs> but that yes. every, everything else is has been all right. You, not
1: you, bad. You, you'll you'll uh, you'll get used to it, I guess. I you know I, I I'm sorry to say that you have to get used to it, but you'll get used to it, I, I suppose. Okay. Uh, well. In, in any case, we, we'll, we'll uh, move on from that, and because uh, I, I don't want to. Make the city sound horrible with this terrible tragedy (laughs) and whatnot. Um, This is going to be a, uh, how can I say, it's not a roundabout question, but I am not going to mention any names. If you do not know what I'm talking about, I will tell you after the podcast is done. Uh, There's a match of yours that is online that you were in the ring with somebody that was relatively untrained. Are you familiar with what I am talking about? Yes. Okay. To, without uh, bearing anyone, can you tell me about that experience? How did you handle this situation?
0: Um, like during the match or after?
1: Uh, both, really. Uh, I mean, I've I've, I've heard, or uh, I'm not going to say heard. I bore witness to during. Uh, the aftermath I was told about in, in, in another scenario. So I am wanted to hear your particular encounter, both in, during, and after.
0: Uh, overall, it was kind of just a unfortunate situation, mm-hmm. I would have to say. Um, definitely not one of my prouder moments or matches for sure um i feel like me and the other individual involved we tried um our best to get everything situated back um i still consider myself relatively new and there are things that i could have done um i guess to change the situation in itself um so i'm just going to talk the whole thing up as a learning experience and that's really all i can do is just learn from it, and just use what I've learned from this in the future.
1: Okay. I, I'm assuming that is the, the during, or, or was there an aftermath to it? Uh, um,
0: That's just what I thought about it. Um, okay. After, or, or during, During, uh, you know, I wasn't the happiest, but, you know, whenever I got back, I just have to realize that what's done is done, and that I'll just have to take like I said, take this as a lesson and just move forward with it. But uh, during, I, I certainly wasn't happy. I was a little flustered <laughs> myself. So um, yeah, I'll have to take it and just move forward with it, and just take that as a lesson on um, how to proceed with these situations in the future.
1: Were you aware before before the bell rang? Were you aware of what you were stepping into, or did you find that out afterwards?
0: Not necessarily. Um, I didn't know to the extent okay. of what it was, yeah, not to the extent of what it was. Um, but then during, I was like, Oh, okay. Um, and then we tried to change things, okay, um, while we're there because we weren't fully aware of the situation that was that it was. In,
1: in, in cases such as that, now let, let's. Play the hypothetical game here. If you were aware walking into the building that hey this this person over here is not trained, uh, do you? I mean, is that something that you make point of to the promoters? Like, hey, why why are you doing this, or, or are you going to try to make the best out of it anyway? Because and I ask that <laughs> solely based on this. I've, I've known some to just kind of book, but not question. And because of that, it places some of the workers in a bad situation. Because now you're kind of charged with people are paid to see me, and they pay to get a good match. But at the same time, I'm I'm getting in here with somebody that could mess me up, or or they could be messed up because they don't know how to take certain things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, given that, I mean, the, the, how did? If you were able to talk to the promoter at this point, then how how would you have proceeded?
0: If I knew what I knew now, I definitely would have went to the promoter and like let them. It was a triple threat, so we would have easily switched it to a single, um, if need be. Um, I would have definitely just brought that to him if I had known just the, the extent of the um, training that this individual had. Okay. Or lack thereof.
1: A yes, of lack thereof, and and, and at this point, I, I'm finding that more and more of those exist. and You know, it, it's quite possible that you may have been in a ring with months but more than one person who has uh, had that lack thereof umbrella over their heads, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. But you know, I guess that is the uh, the ups and downs of the wrestling business, particularly in you know in the uh, independent world. Speaking of the independents and the uh, pro wrestling uh, world, I understand that you were in the midst of training before this. Would you like to give a, a plug to the location that you are applying your So You don't step in a ring untrained. You're doing it right now.
0: Exactly. Um, I go to One Fall Power Factory um, ah. in Norcross. Um, yeah, it's definitely – I've been here for a month. Um, it is an amazing facility for sure. I recommend it to anybody who can get up here.
1: Oh, well, no wonder you have to deal with so much traffic. You're riding up in Norgrove. <laughs> right.
0: So,
1: oh, all right. But, yes, I've heard wonderful things about uh, one fall. Oh, so, yes, if, if, if you can get out there, then certainly do that.
0: Of course, I also
1: have to give a quick plug for APCW Wrestling Academy. I I can never, never not give them a plug when when I'm doing these these programs. Uh, Goals. 2019 is almost done. Now, we all know that the, the major goals for any particular wrestler is always, you know, hey, I want to be able to do this full time, get a big check, or, you know, be able to do this as a living, but let's talk about short-term goals, the goals that you that you have placed in front of, if any, a place in front of yourself for the interim of the rest of the year, perhaps going into 2020, uh, anything that you've laid out in front of yourself, like, you know, I, I would like to be here at, uh, you know. In six months, nine months, a year, or so on and so forth.
0: Okay. I wish I had my notebook because I do write down like my short and my long term goals, but I don't have it with me right now. But I know <laughs> one definitely. Um, I would love to work for Queens of Combat eventually, and Women Superstars un- um, United. I would love to work for them. Just different promotions like that. I love these all women companies and just can really just show what women can do on these higher platforms. I love those. So that's those are definitely a couple of short-term goals that I plan on having. Um, debuting in different states. I mostly work around the Tennessee, Alabama area. I would love to go to the Carolinas. Um, I've actually – I live here, but I've only wrestled in Georgia once, which is when that match happened. Georgia okay. once. Um, Florida. Just different places I would love to go visit. It's mostly just trying to get out there, get more exposure, and get my name out there. It's just my goal for 2019.
1: All right. Well, you know, we, we got to get you more more matches in Georgia eventually. Then that that that's the, uh, the there's no reason for you to be staying here and not getting any matches.
0: There's so many great promotions around. I'm excited to go ahead and when I um, get some availability to go ahead and look and see what's available around because there are some great promotions here.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Now you know, unless you may have to talk to uh, uh, Aja Pereira because she she cut an entire promo about her. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Some
0: of some of the. Oh oh, yeah,
1: she she wasn't happy, but but in fairness, and and I'm still looking to you know have a sit down with her about that because she got a lot of stuff to get off her chest. But uh, in fairness to that situation, the entire dynamic of, of what women's wrestling was at the time when she was not getting booked regularly has changed. I think she would admit that, although I know that she is not happy with someone, or was not happy with some of the promoters because of why they didn't do it and, and the, the persons that might have been holding their thumb over her career at the time. But that's neither here nor there. So, Right. Again, as a worker, you, you may have to, you know, talk to her and address that. You know, that might be a good appointment for you. How about that? Definitely,
0: I love that one as well. Cassandra,
1: She's very talented. Yeah, Cassandra Golden, and I, I can't even say her the athletic. I, it it doesn't roll off my tongue. <laughs> yes. I'm sure you know what I mean. Yes, <laughs> I do. Yes, the <laughs> yeah.
0: athletic. There thank,
1: we go. I think you. It's...
0: See, I see. I can't do it.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Audra Pereira. Thank you very much. So so that 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 (laughs) might be that might be a match to have. You know, I I need to check about that one too. Definitely,
0: it's time for random questions. You know,
1: this is uh, the point of the program when I get off into random questions. This is a uh, stuff that aren't necessarily wrestling related. So, Ms. Golden, are you ready? Yes. Would you pursue another sport if wrestling were not available? No. Books or movies? Movies. What was the last movie that you saw? I
0: saw Lion King. Ah. I liked it. A lot of people were talking bad about it, but I liked the movie personally. Oh,
1: <laughs> movie moviegoers are like wrestling fans. They're never satisfied. They complain about true. everything. The second. Thing, you Know and, and this is a sidetrack here. I'm so I, I just have to get this out, folks, because this is just part of the blind game. Some people complained about that, complained about the casting, the guy that they just announced as the new blade. Oh, yeah. I'm like, come on, you're break. I love that, are like, Wesley was a great blade, I get it, but you know, hey, come on, even he said, give the guy a chance,
0: right? Ah. Different.
1: Anyway, it yes. <laughs> Alright, so did the, the, the Lion not put you in tears?
0: Almost. Like, even <laughs> the Phil, you, you know, when Bossa died. Uh-oh, uh, was now. like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, so almost. I still, like,
1: up. Uh, almost. It, it didn't get you. It got you your soul a little bit.
0: Yeah, it, it got me. Oh, that and when um, he looked into the water <laughs> at the end, I was like, oh my goodness. Those got
1: me There they go so, so moving moments Moving moments in the Lion King uh, Definitely Netflix, Hulu, or Amazon Prime Hulu Really? Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. At All my shows I watch a lot of cartoons For whatever reason And they're all on Hulu They're not on Netflix anymore Those cartoons are great mm-hmm. You know I don't know which particular cartoon You're talking about But cartoons are awesome like Bob's Burgers and ah, King of the Hill, Family Guy, and something like that, still on there. So I
1: like <laughs> to watch those. You need a good laugh. You know, I'm surprised that, you know, you was King of the Hill and Family Guy, that, that, those are two distinctly different comedies. Very different. Yes, I, I'm sure, well, I'm not even sure. I, I know one of my coworkers, he didn't even address King of the Hill almost as an animated show. He's like, that's like a regular sitcom.
0: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I can. To- I can see that. I can see that. I didn't really watch it until this year, but I was obsessed with it for a good minute. Uh, now I still <laughs> alternate between King of the Hill and Family Guy, and, um, and Bob's Burgers. I love Bob's Burgers too, so I kind of alternate those. But for a while, all I watched was King of the Hill when I first was able to. When I first actually watched it.
1: I can't remember the voice actor's name who does Bob or Archer, but yes, he's just hearing him talk is funny enough.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, name a talent that is largely unknown by your fans and followers. That is largely unknown. Largely unknown. Hmm.
0: It will be unknown. I guess over in this area, they may not know her, um, Cameron, like where I had my, uh, probably my best match with, so mm-hmm. probably her. I don't think she works with her out this way as much as I do, so probably Cameron. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I mean like a, a talent that you have. Like you can oh, juggle. I'm sorry. Yeah, like I'm you so juggle like
1: or something, something like that.
0: Oh, I apologize. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, but... Oof, a talent that nobody oh. knows. how know. oh well, Indeed. is there a
1: talent that you feel like you have that is largely unknown by the general public or by your fans? I can't
0: sing your day. I can, I actually, I can, um, I'm a pretty good cook. Ah, okay. Say. So, so culinary art. Yeah. When I'm not being lazy, I'm a pretty good cook. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, you're here by yourself now, so I'm assuming you're going to have to cook. Eating out every day doesn't work. I've
0: tried it. No, not at all.
1: It it can get expensive real quick. Uh,
0: Definitely.
1: Scooby Doo or Courage the Cowardly Dog.
0: Courage, even though it scares me. What? (laughs) (laughs) I was so afraid of Courage. I still am. Like the return the slab thing still creeps me out. I hate when people post that. It scares (laughs) me every time I have to scroll by it because it's scary. Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) I know. I don't do well with like scary things all the time, and like Courage scared me. Like when I was a kid, I would still watch it, but like through my fingers, <laughs> through my comforter.
1: Wow. Curse. I know. Courage the Cowardly Dog. I, I I never thought of that as a scary uh, cartoon.
0: Oh my goodness, so scary or creepy too.
1: Well, okay. Now I will give you this: it is a creepier show than Scooby Doo ever could be because the the, the threats were real. I I guess in the right. context of the show, whereas he knew every week it was you know whoever was bothering Scooby was just some nut in a mask or <laughs> some, some some real estate scheme that they're trying to do or, you know something something along those lines.
0: Right.
1: But when you think about it, if they're if they're deranged enough to go through all of this time and trouble and effort and expense to scare people away, I was like they probably could kill somebody too. I probably. You know, uh, that's giving me a little, way too much thought to the, the Scooby-Doo universe, but, you know, that, that's that's what I do sometimes. Uh, here here come the uh, random questions based around your name. Have you seen the movie The Golden Child?
0: The Golden Child?
1: The Golden Child.
0: No, I haven't.
1: You must see that movie. It's an old movie, but, you know. Rise off of the name Cassandra Golden, so you know I had right. to had to pick that one. Uh, what was the lesson learned by King Midas? Is that I know?
0: I, see what I did about there. Everything you touch turns to gold. Ah, like that.
1: that's correct. Yeah, you yeah. See, see how I tied that in there. So, what was the lesson that he learned?
0: I don't remember the story. I just know <laughs> <laughs> everything turns touches to gold.
1: Well, 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 let's think about that now. Everything he touched turned to gold, no matter whether he wanted it to or not. So, so a little recap of the story. Once he started touching things that he actually wanted, you know, couldn't appreciate it anymore. He wanted to eat hand, eat some food, touch that turns to gold. Daughter comes into the room. She wants to hug her dad. Touch her, she turns to gold. So, you know. What, what his uh, blessing was, or not blessing, but what he thought was a gift became curse. Lesson learned: too much of a good thing is no longer a good thing. Uh, yeah, see, look, the moral of the story: you, you learn learn something new every day. Okay. Learn something new every day. They, they, they have it:
0: fantasy booking.
1: Fantasy booking. This is the uh, third segment of the show. This is the part where I say, I believe every wrestler, every wrestler has a storyline or angle that is uh, cooking in the back of their mind uh, that could be utilized at the uh, drop of a dime. And I am going to ask you, Cassandra Golden, what is your fantasy booking?
0: My, I have a couple um, just to get uh, versus a couple different uh, wrestlers, Um, I would have to say Awesome Kong, Jazz, and Victoria I actually met Victoria at Wrestlemania 32, mm-hmm. and so I always had a thing, if we had a match with her last year, um, so if we ever had a yeah. match I would like to do a promo on it, and I still have the picture as well I would have to do a promo about meeting her and how she inspired me when I was younger and about how much this match means to me, so that's something that I would definitely would love to do with her Um, Because I still have that picture. And it was pre-training as well. So I thought that was really cool. I thought that would be really cool. Um, Awesome Kong. Because I just love Awesome Kong. I feel like she was doing amazing things in TNA. um, During um, a time period where women didn't really have the ability to do things. Um, Overall, in jazz, she was one of the people who really got me in wrestling as well. I just loved her aggressiveness in the ring and and her powerfulness. She's small. I met her before. She is small, but, man, she is jacked. <laughs> she is just powerful and strong and aggressive. So I would feel like one of those. I feel like I could fit any type of storyline amongst those three women.
1: Okay. Well, I'm, I'm hearing the Victoria thing. It sounded like you had that one really legitimately worked out. Like if I had the chance it did. to see, You know, <laughs> and, and that's a shame, man. I'm a little disappointed that this I think, what she's done in December. Isn't she? Like by the end of yeah, this it's year? Yeah, her last year. You know, say so if there was a promoter out there who could fork out the bill for her.
0: Please. <laughs> you know,
1: I mean, because that's the only thing that would really be the, the, the hang-up is trying to get Victoria. Right. I'm sure that if you had the opportunity to do it, you you, you would jump at it regardless of what the, the fee was at this point.
0: Definitely. <laughs> I'd Just game. jump at it.
1: Ah oh, man, I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed that that, that can't take place. Uh, well, I'm not gonna say can't. It's, it's it's a long shot at this point.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a long shot. But we got a couple more months. We can do it.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, you, well, you know, you can you can get that Cassandra go to Patreon. Well, not the Patreon, Kickstarter going. Right. Help
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cassandra wrestle Victoria. <laughs> you
1: no, know, that that might not be a bad idea. You know, I don't right. I don't know what Victoria calls these days. But, hey, you know, you could just get that page going. And say, hey, you'll get the video for free or whatever the case would be. Help help Cassandra to go to wrestle her idol, Victoria, before she is retired. This is the last hey. got a couple of months. Let's raise two grand or, you know, I don't know, whatever it is that she costs. I think that's a pretty safe number.
0: Probably.
1: So, so there you have it. I think you, that is a, quite a fantasy book. And I, I wish I wish it does occur. I hope it does occur at some point.
0: Thank you. Hopefully.
1: Well, Miss Golden, this is the uh, the final portion. And for those that are listening to this, if you want to hear this one, you're going to have to go to the Facebook page because this is the Tales from the Creep uh, question that I ask all guests that come onto the show. And they they usually have some fascinating story or whatnot of uh, just weirdos that they come across uh, or keyboard warriors or however you choose to put it that uh, feel the need to say and do things that they would never do in real life. But they do behind the the, uh, comfort of a computer screen and a keyboard. So if you want to hear her version of that, if there is a story to go behind that, then you want to go there. Otherwise, I will say that this has been a phenomenal interview and I enjoyed having you on. Uh, any, any closer remarks we'll just stick around because we're going to ask that question but any closer remarks on this end of it
0: well, I just want to say thank you for everybody for tuning in I really appreciate it um, definitely just look out for me on Facebook Instagram, Twitter, wherever and just you know hit me up and just look where I am and you know come out and visit me and say hello I really appreciate it You know, just expect a good match and have some fun around and I really appreciate you for tuning in
1: and I appreciate you for tuning in as well. And remember, 24-hour stream, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, WPNWrestling.com. It is on right now. As I speak, This wrestling happening. Go there. Watch it. So in any case, this is Mr. Green saying that this is Mr. Green saying so long, everybody. And I will catch you on the next go round.
0: And rights and wrongs of pro wrestling. If you have questions or comments, please contact us via our Facebook or our YouTube channel at the Women's Pro Wrestling Network. If you're new to the WPN, feel free to subscribe to our channel and like our page. We appreciate your support. Thank you again for listening.